Day 29 Jesus is Crucified When they came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of a skull, they offered him wine to drink, mingled with gall. But when he tasted it, he would not drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided his garments among them by casting lots. Then they sat down and kept watch over him there. And over his head they put the charge against him, which read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and one on the left. Matthew chapter 27, verses 33 through 38. Speaking of his death, Jesus had once solemnly told his disciples, I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all men to myself. His prophecy was now fulfilled. As the cross was raised atop Calvary's hill, multitudes were quickly drawn to him. Some, a mob of his enemies, were there to jeer and celebrate. Others, such as his mother, were there to wail and mourn. Still others watched in curiosity, morbidly fascinated by the brutal scene, not yet able to love him or hate him, though unable as well to turn away. Today, our attention is still riveted on the man of the cross. He draws us all to himself. We may cherish him, we may despise him, we may puzzle over him, but we cannot ignore him. Even when he is naked, filthy, bloody, dying, precisely because he is these things. We cannot remain indifferent once we have seen him lifted up from the earth. Sooner or later, gathered around the cross, we each must choose. Will we take our stand with the mother or with the mom? Even the curious, if they watch long enough, eventually find that the curiosity either corrodes into animosity or ripens into affection. For the latter, and Catherine insisted, the cross becomes a tree of life. So Jesus, draw us to your cross so that we may drink from the fountain of life. The executioners offered Jesus some vinegar and gall but he turned away from it in silence. Then they told him to place himself on the cross so they could nail him to it. During the whole time of the crucifixion, our Lord never ceased praying and repeating those prophetic passages in the Psalms that he was then fulfilling. Although from time to time, a feeble moan caused by his extreme suffering could be heard. In this manner, he had prayed when carrying his cross and thus he continued to pray until his death. When the executioners had finished the crucifixion of our Lord, they erected the cross. It was at once a terrible but touching sight to behold the cross raised up in the midst of the vast multitude of people who were assembled all around. Not only insulting soldiers, proud Pharisees, and the brutal mob were there, but also strangers from all parts. The air resounded with shouts of derision when they saw the cross towering on high, 
but words of love and compassion echoed through the air at the same time. These words, of course, came from the most saintly of human beings, Mary, John, the holy women, and all who were of pure heart. Thus was the blessed cross of our Lord planted for the first time on the earth. Well might it be compared to the tree of life in paradise, for the wounds of Jesus were like sacred fountains, from which flowed four rivers destined both to purify the world from the curse of sin and to give it fertility in order to produce fruit to salvation. The Dolores Passion. This has been an episode of Lent, 40 Reflections and Mystical Revelations on the Passion, a podcast brought to you by TAN. For new episode notifications and to support this show and more great free content from TAN, visit LentPodcast.com to subscribe and use coupon code PASSION25 to get 25% off your next order including The Passion, Reflections on the Suffering and Death of Jesus Christ by Paul Thigpen, and countless more spiritual works to strengthen your faith and interior life. Thanks for listening.